Hello everyone and welcome to Next Generation Saints. I'm your host, Nick Coons. So, I wanted to bring up a couple of topics here that are going on. Um, one is about TikTok and the second one was about the Roe v. Wade over from the Supreme Court. So, let's dive into this. First and foremost, I do have a TikTok account. That's right. I go on TikTok. I watch people's videos. I make my own. And one of the things I decided to talk about because it seemed to be a hot topic on social media was the thing about gender. Yes, you probably heard of this thing and it probably frustrates you to no extent because it sounds stupid and I don't disagree with you. But since it seems like the airlines, the government, schools, and all sorts of really dumb institutions are creating, jumping into this thing, including other companies. Like I've had a time at a company I worked with that I would say, how do we deal with transgenderism? My response was always, I don't care. And they look at me like, wait, wait you, you don't care? I'm like, no, I come to work, I clock in, I do my job, I clock out, I go home. I don't honestly care who you want to sleep with. I don't. I mean, as a Christian, I will always say that you should be, you know, that homosexuality is wrong. But at the end of the day, if you want to go sleep with somebody, they're 18 years or older, and they're consenting, I don't care who you go to bed with. I really don't. So, I made this video on TikTok about trans about pronouns and transgenderism so i said because this argument was happening also inside the christian church i've seen this with matt welch he was talking about it and i saw that there were christians out there saying uh that god is non-binary and that there's no evidence in the bible whatsoever that there's only two genders so of course me being the christian apologist that's kind of my job description to come in and sort these things out so I did said okay okay I said okay here we go, let's pull up the Bible and I'm gonna pull up three verses to combat this idea. One is Genesis chapter five verse two and it states, He created the male and female and blessed them and named them mankind when they were created. The second one is gonna be Genesis chapter one verse twenty seven here. So God created him created man in His image in the image of God. He created him, male and female, created he them. Then you go to Mark chapter 10, verse 6. But in the beginning of creation, God made them male and female. Now, I know these are only three verses here, and there's probably a lot other ones that can say the say pretty much the same exact thing, but I just thought I'd bring up the three verses. In essence, the Bible is confirming male and female. Now, here's a crazy part. There's churches and people who claim to be Christians out there who are saying, but God doesn't doesn't say the, the exact words, I only created two genders. This is no different than the argument that you hear from atheists or agnostics or whoever who say, or I've heard it from Muslims. Where does the Bible say that Jesus says, I am God, worship me. Show me that verse and I'll believe Jesus is God. And they completely discredit everything that Jesus has said. Like when, you know, the Pharisees knew that he was claiming to be God and they were going to stone him. And, you know, Jesus escaped out of the situation, but the Pharisees understood. People like this, when I think about it, I'm going, you guys don't want the Bible to be accurate. What you're trying to do is switch this up. You want the Bible to say something it does not say to fit a narrative you want it to complete. That's It's a false narrative. You want the narrative to be, the Bible allows more than two genders. 
And then when you're confronted with the truth, suddenly you have to change things and go, wait, 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 it doesn't say exactly the way I want it said. But it's clear that the Bible does. So I look and go, what you are is you're worldly. You're earthly. You don't want the truth. You want the, you don't want to conform to the truth of the Bible. You want the Bible to conform to the truth of your own narrative. That's your problem. You need to repent from that. Because the Bible does not, it's not that kind of book. It's not the kind you go, oh, well, I just wanted to say something. And if it doesn't say it, then, you know, I'm going to say it means something different. Because I can easily pull three verses that contradict exactly what you're saying. So I made a TikTok video about this, right? I said, hey, look, there's only three gen, there's, sorry, not three genders. Wow. Three verses in my, in my TikTok that was talking about there's only two genders that God created. TikTok shut it down. And I looked at it and I was like, okay, let's find out what happened. Hateful conduct. Hateful conduct. Oh. This reminds me of what the Bible teaches. That the Bible teaches us that to those who are perishing, the gospel is foolishness. But the rewards of being saved is the power of God. And I looked into it and I said, okay, so they got rid of my video. So I was like, all right. I set it for I, I set um, an appeal to TikTok, right? Like it's a court. I knew they're not going to allow it back on. But then I made a second video, and I said, "Okay, I'm going to show you." This is my kind of playing with the Bible with them. I said, "Let's take a look at this TikTok. You guys are imitating Second Timothy chapter four verse three, and it reads, "For the time will come when people will not put up with sound doctrine." Instead, to suit their own desires, they will gather around them a great number of teachers to say what their itching ears want to hear. TikTok, of course, then, what did they do? They shut that one down, said, hate speech. Like I said, I did this to prove to them from the Bible's perspective that you guys are not putting up a sound doctrine. Instead, in your own desires, you're putting people who are telling you what you want to hear. This is what our students are facing now. This is what we're all facing. So my idea was, what if I could reach out and try to find somebody to go and press charges against TikTok? But again, I'm just one person in a spare bedroom with a microphone and a lap book, laptop in front of me. I don't have any lawyers. I have no ability to do really anything. Hmm. So I'm just kind of chuckling to myself about it, but also kind of amazed. So I thought I'd go ahead and share this with you guys, just to let you know that the gospel is going to be shut down. Now, here's the scary part. President Biden, <coughs> excuse me, one is creating a department to basically filter through all information and get rid of disinformation. And it's run by the Department of Homeland Security. And they're going through the process right now. I'm not sure if it's actually in gear, but I know that they're working on the process. Disinformation. I don't know about you guys, but I've read the book called George Orwell's 1984, where Big Brother did the exact same thing. And that a guy named Winston, a character named Winston, had to go through and burn all sorts of information and to have it destroyed. Well, folks, we're getting to that point at this at this point. We're getting there where it is. We have to shut down things we don't want to hear. Our government is no longer about truth. Our institutions aren't really about truth. They're about preaching a false message to get people. A bunch of teachers um, that 
will tell them what their itching ears want to hear. It's absolutely amazing. Like, scary amazing. Last but not least, the conversation I wanted to have with you was, it looks like Roe versus Way is going to be overturned. You probably all have heard by now about the leaked opinion from the United States Supreme Court where they're talking about removing, overturning Roe versus Way. The Democrats are going completely ballistic. Leftist Christians are going completely ballistic over this. They believe, and leftist Christians really believe, that it's a woman's right to choose whether she wants to live, have her baby live or die, right? This is the scary part about it. We are told by the Bible that all, all people are created in the image of God. And it's, and as I was reading about this again, over in Genesis chapter five, verse two and Mark chapter five, 10, verse six, and even Genesis chapter one, verse 27, God says he created them. We don't have the right to take life like that. That's murder. But it's scary to me to see leftist Christians who are willing to come forward and they're not even willing to fight it. They're just like, well, you know, I don't want to fight Just show love, 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 love. That's all you got to do. You know, show love and. I don't want to argue, you know, ah, not my thing. You know, I just rather avoid confrontation. And if I just love somebody that will turn them to Jesus, because that's all Jesus wanted. I turned to left description and go, I don't think you read your Bible because Jesus was not just a lovey dovey person who never got into an argument and didn't cause a bunch of uh, hell. He did. Last time I checked, he uh, made a, a, a whip of cords and went through his father's house, whipping people turning over the money changers he got in debates with the pharisees he called them a generation of vipers he called them whitewashed tombs yeah these these are not things that are just like just love and love and love no it wasn't like that not even paul was all lovey-dovey he went up to the uh, temple of what was it agnosio where we get the words agnostic and he would preach in rome and people threw him in prison because of it so yeah so what will happen if Roe versus Way is overturned? Well, it would mean that on the federal level that abortions are not allowed. It would then get take away the federal ability to allow abortions and it would send it to the states to individually decide whether or not. California and New York will undoubtedly love abortions as much <clears throat> after all the Democrats and liberals there love killing babies as much as Christians love to worship Jesus. That's just the way it is. And the red states like Texas, Arizona, Oklahoma, Mississippi, others like that will outright ban abortions. And you hear people going, oh my gosh, if they ban abortions, what will I do? Um, crazy idea. Either use a condom and be on birth control. Or here's an even more radical idea. Don't have sex. Yeah. If you don't want to get pregnant, let's say you... you you're a married couple. You don't want to get pregnant. Have a condom. Use birth control. If you're not married, stop having sex. Don't have sex. It's, it's that simple. I know it's amazing. Guys, don't put your penis in a girl's vagina. And a girl, don't try to get a guy to put his penis in you. In your vagina. Don't do those things. If you don't want the possibility of having a baby which is a result of sexual intercourse between a male and female, biologically a male and female, don't have sex. So again, married couple, you don't want to keep having children, birth control. 
if you're single and you as in you're not married, you're single, don't have sex. And of course the argument is always, well, what if there's rape or incest? If there's a rape, I'm horrendously sorry. But you can always set the kid up for adoption. I've heard arguments about, oh, it's so difficult to do it. Really? Here's what you do. And I've now never heard any other state argue this is that this is different. You can surrender your baby at the hospital, at a fire station, at a police station, or any kind of, or even to a court. You can walk into court, drop your baby off and go, I don't want it, and walk out. And no questions asked is put into the adoption system. You can surrender the baby as it pops out of your uh, loins at the hospital. Say, I don't want it. They got a list of people on speed dial. They have a list of, I've seen it. I worked at a hospital. They have a list of people who are waiting to become fosters or, you know, foster parents or willing to become parents who want to adopt badly. They're one phone call away. They make a phone call. Boom. The people are there. They're willing to adopt. I remember Steve Jobs' story when he was alive. He said that his parents who adopted him, um, the mother wanted to hold on to the baby. That was him. And then she decided last minute she didn't want to have the baby and then said, hey, I want to put him up for adoption. And the last possible minute, the parents that were going to adopt him dropped out. So they made a phone call to Steve Jobs' parents who raised him and said, hey, it's 2 o'clock in the morning. Sorry about the phone call, but we got a baby boy here. Um, You want him? And the first thing they said is, absolutely, we'll be there in 10 minutes. And they took off out the door and they were there adopting that baby. And obviously the process was a little more complicated because there was uh, Steve Jobs' mother wanted certain things that the parents ha- that the parents didn't have. And so they had to come to an agreement. But ultimately, what I'm pointing out here is if you don't, if you, let's say you get raped. Let's say you're pregnant right now. You don't want to have the child. Don't murder the child. Don't go to an abortion clinic because that puts you at extreme risk. Women die in abortion clinics, surprisingly, surprisingly, and not just the baby, but also the mothers die. Here's what you do. Go to the hospital, give birth, and then say you don't want the baby and the hospital puts immediately up for adoption. I believe that's the most biblical thing and most God honoring thing you could do. Here's the crazy part. There was a woman in Canada I heard this story about. That had gotten pregnant when she was, I think, 16 or 17, right? Uh, The father abandoned her, left her, said didn't want anything to do with her. Her friends were encouraging her to go have an abortion, but she decided she didn't want an abortion. She gave birth to a little boy, cute, adorable little boy. This little boy showed an incredible aptitude of talent and was discovered by singing on YouTube. Then became a pop sensation. You might know this little boy. His name is Justin Bieber. His mother was trying, they were trying to convince his mother to have him aborted. Makes you really think about things, don't it? So hopefully with Roe versus Way will be overturned. And if that's the case, all abortions will not be federally regulated, but will be up to the states to decide. And Christians always choose life. And those who are scared right now, remember, everything will be okay. Your world's not coming to a crashing, screeching halt. It feels that way. Sure, it's going to be terrifying right now. I can only imagine that. But you can always put the baby up for adoption. And then one day, if you choose to find your child or be a part of their life, you can. 
There's always that time later. But don't do something now in the scary moment, in the heat of the moment of being scared that you're going to regret for the rest of your life. Instead, put it up for adoption. And who knows? Once the fear goes off, maybe you can go and meet the adopted parents and, and maybe be a complete part of that child's life and then let that child choose. Anyways, I hope it's some food for thought for you. So until next time we meet again, may God richly bless you all, my dearly beloved.